are Locked On Pistons, your daily Detroit Pistons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. the deal welcome back to another episode of lockdown pistons podcast i just want to thank you guys again for making lockdown pistons your first listen of every single day and right after you're done listening to this podcast make sure if you're interested in fantasy basketball go check out lockdown fantasy basketball with josh lloyd i was on there a few weeks ago to preview the pistons season upcoming upcoming season from their players in a fantasy perspective so make sure you go check that out right after this podcast but if today's your first listen ever to lockdown pistons podcast i am your host kuka hill Per usual, you can find me over on Twitter at Kukahil. You can also find me on YouTube at Coos Ballroom. You can also find me over at Detroit Bad Boys, writing articles about the Pistons. And at the time of this recording, this is the day of the Pistons' first preseason game. And at this time, currently, we have an injury report that includes Kay Cunningham and Frank Jackson both being out for the Pistons' opening preseason game against the San Antonio Spurs with ankle sprains. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And we also have a new name on the injury report that is questionable in Killian Hayes. So if all three of those guys do not play, well, two of them are guaranteed not to play, but if Killian also doesn't play, what do we, what should fans look forward to watching today? What what should bring you guys to tune in still? And if you guys listened to yesterday's podcast, you guys know that Killian Hayes was one of the main things I was looking forward to. Uh, yesterday I went through and gave three reasons why I'm looking forward to the Pistons' uh, first preseason game, what I'm looking to watch for, and Killian was at the front of it. So if he doesn't play, it definitely is going to damper the, the 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 attitude around this game, the happiness I had going into this game to finally get to watch. Uh, I was, you know, definitely loading up this game on my laptop stream or my Xbox stream in the Chicago hotel. Definitely isn't going to hit the same if Cade, Frank Jackson, and Killian Hayes all are not playing. Uh, I will tell you guys that much. But there are still other things to watch for uh, in this first preseason game, and all three of them are not going to miss the entire preseason uh, and they definitely are going to play before, I'm assuming, before uh, for the opening night when the season starts on October 20th. Uh, but there is still plenty of stuff to watch for, yes, even with those three guys out. And let's go through them. So first thing we can talk about is who is Dwayne Casey going to choose to replace Killian Hayes and Kay Cunningham in the starting lineup if Killian Hayes also cannot go. So I, I had some people mentioning yesterday that Corey Joseph may replace Kate Cunningham with Killian Hayes in the starting lineup. I don't think any of us really want to watch Corey Joseph. We had enough of the Corey Joseph show last season. I'm not really interested in seeing that at all today, so let's hope that doesn't happen. Uh, but someone I think we should really keep our eyes out for is Saban Lee because Dwayne Casey has been next, right next to Killian Hayes. Saban Lee has been getting the highest amount of praise, I feel like, from Dwayne Casey. Uh, and it it's more directed to his outside shooting uh, that he's talked about religiously over and over and over again since training camp began uh, he's talked about how well he shot the ball how how much practice and how much work he's put into his jump shot his outside jumper and he said over and over that it's really falling and it's really unlocking a lot of stuff for him so the thing is is that if that's actually true that changes things for Saban Lee if Saban Lee can hit down jumpers and I'm not gonna lie in the summer league his jump shot did start to look a little bit better he was taking he was being aggressive with his jumper he was taking shots off the dribble he was taking catch and shoot shots he wasn't hesitating he was taking those. 
So if that's something he can actually translate to the NBA level, I think that actually does change a lot of things for Saban Lee because that's one of the things that really was going to keep him back from being, I feel like, a legit NBA player. Yeah, he was really good at getting to the rim. He's uber-athletic. He can really dunk on just about anybody he wants to. Uh, but if he can't shoot from the outside, it's going to be hard for him to get to those spots that he really wants to and be efficient and, and be a good NBA player. So if he can actually hit outside shots, I think he could legit be a long-term NBA backup, and it, things could change for his career. So I'll be interested to see in, in this first preseason game. I'm not going to get over. I'm not going to overhype it one way or the other, but I'm, I'm going to be interested to see if that's actually something that's going to carry over from training camp. If Dwayne Casey is being legit and, and telling the truth, if that's going to happen in this first preseason game. So the first thing I'd say, if all three of those guys don't play, watch for Saban Lee. Next thing I would say that I'm going to be watching for is Josh Jackson and Hamadou Diallo. I feel like both of them are going to get a lot more minutes now if all three of those guys don't play. Uh, Josh Jackson and Hamadou Diallo obviously are in a battle right now with Frank Jackson, I feel like. Four minutes at the backup two and three spot. Now, Dwayne Casey could go weird and start playing and play all three of them at the two, three, and four as the backup lineup. They could do that, but I don't think that's going to be something they do regularly. Uh, Maybe every now and then to switch up a lineup. But anyways, with Frank Jackson out, Killian Hayes and Kay Cunningham all being out, potentially, uh, that's going to open up a lot of minutes for those guys. And they're in a competition, so it's going to be interesting to see how they respond to that, who takes advantage of the minutes the most. Uh, Hamadou Diallo obviously just got paid that contract in the offseason. You guys know how high I'm on Hamadou Diallo's future. I think he is he, he has a, a high, high ceiling. Um, he likes to initiate an offense. He's able to play make when he wants to. He's probably the best athlete, not probably, he is the best athlete on the team. When he wants to go to the rim, you just can't stop him. He's strong as hell. He can draw fouls. Uh, he did shoot 39% from deep with the Pistons this past season, last season. Uh, so I'd be interested to see if he can raise that or keep that percentage, I should say, while raising his attempts uh, per game. So we'll see how that goes. And then Josh Jackson, obviously the hometown kid. Let's see if he can respond and prove why he needs to get remain to get minutes, uh, just like he did last season. Uh, and we'll, we'll see how that works out. So those are two things I'll be paying attention to. And obviously, the last thing I would say uh, is simply to watch Isaiah Stewart and how he plays in the starting lineup with those guys, if he does end up starting. We don't know the starting lineup as of, as of the time I'm recording this. Uh, but if he does start, I'd like to see how Isaiah Stewart does and see if we do get the Isaiah Stewart-Kelly Olynyk lineup in the first preseason game. My guess is going to be no. He's not going to, Dwayne Casey's not going to tip his cap to that off bat. I'm going to take a guess and say we're probably not going to see it. But if we do, it definitely will be a top thing to watch and see how that works. Uh, I'm definitely interested in seeing Kelly Olenek, the new free agent sign that everyone's hyping up. Uh, But, yeah, if we get to see the Kelly Olenek-Isaiah Stewart lineup, uh, that would be incredibly interesting. But, yeah, let me know what you guys are going to be looking forward to in tonight's preseason game. If Killian Hayes also does not go along with the already mentioned out Kay Cunningham and Frank Jackson, what are you guys going to be looking forward to? Are you guys still going to be tuning in? I hope so. We've been waiting all summer for Pistons basketball, so I don't think that's going to be enough to keep you guys out. So with all three of those guys potentially being out, what are you going to be looking forward to? What's going to keep you guys engaged in a preseason game? Uh, let me know that on Twitter, at Hill or at Lockdown Pistons, or in the reviews down below. And when we come back, we're going to talk about should the Pistons and Pistons fans be worried about Kay Cunningham's ankle injury? Should they be worried about Killian Hayes' ankle injury? Should they also be worried about Frank Jackson's ankle injury? Are these, are these big-time injuries? Should they, are the Pistons just being cautious? We'll talk about that in the upcoming segment, but before we do any of that, let me tell you about a few of our sponsors. First up, let me tell you a little bit about sweat blocks. There are some things in life that you just don't really want to talk about. You know, issues in a relationship, family problems, or more importantly, sweating through your shirt for no reason when out in the public with the boys. 
Yes, you heard me. Everyone has been there. Simply wearing deodorant doesn't help you either. But sweat block antiperspirant wipes can help. Sweat block is doctor created and doctor recommended. You simply apply it at night before bedtime, go to bed, then the next day you wake up and do your normal routines like nothing ever happened. Except this time without the worry of sweating through your t-shirt. Sweat block works for up to 7 days per use and it has a dry shirt guaranteed. If sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. If you or someone you know is dealing with the worst issue in life of sweating through their t-shirt in the public, tell them about Sweatblock. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code LOCKEDON or at Amazon and CVS. Get Sweatblock now and stop sweating. And now let me tell you about the best fantasy basketball app out there, Sleeper. In 2018, the fantasy sports experts at Sleeper realized that fantasy basketball was broken. Games were being won and lost based on whose player had more scheduled games that week. It made no sense and required very little strategy. So in 2020, Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Picks, and it's only available on Sleeper. In Game Picks, owners pick a game, a single game per week for each star to count towards their team's total score, ensuring an even number of games played between opponents. The days of losing because your opponent simply had more scheduled games to play in that week are over. The days of mindless, daily, busy work are over. The days of giving up halfway through the season because of that busy work also over. In game picks, you pick one game per week for each player based on player matchups, home versus away, opponent's defensive ranking, pace of play, and more. All of that adds up to more strategy, less busy work, and just less luck. Whether you prefer a redraft, keeper, or dynasty, game picks has you covered. Sleeper cracked the fancy basketball code, and if you play fancy football like I do, and you prefer building out a weekly strategy versus a daily busy work, you're going to love game picks. Download the Sleeper app and start a league with your friends today. You will not be disappointed. Sleeper's one-of-a-kind game picks is the most strategic fantasy basketball experience in the industry. Have fun playing fantasy basketball this year with Sleeper game picks. So we kind of talked about this throughout the throughout the weekend, a little bit last week when Kay Cunningham first came up on the injury report. But uh, I've seen it start to build up a little bit more and more per day, and it definitely got a little got it hit its peak, I should say, yesterday once Kay Cunningham was officially ruled out. And then Killian Hayes was also put on the questionable or on the injury report with questionable for tonight's game. Uh, fans are starting to panic a little bit. Fans are like, "Oh my God!" It's like uh, cracking jokes that you know ankle injuries are contagious right now in the Pistons camp. Uh, are they actually going to play for the opening night? Are, they, are we going to see them at all in preseason? Uh, is this going to hurt them? Is this going to set them back? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So I just want to say that Dwayne Casey told us last week that Kay Cunningham's ankle was not that big of a deal, and they were just being cautious with it. Uh, throughout the weekend and on Monday, we've got videos of Kate Cunningham practicing after practice, like getting little shooting drills in, jumping on his leg, jumping on his ankle, you know, jumping around, playing in drills and getting shots up. Uh, if his ankle injury was that serious to where it was time for you guys to get that kind of concerned, they would not be having him do that. Trust me, i played basketball my whole life. If you have an ankle injury like that, and I've broken my ankle twice, I broke my left ankle twice, my right ankle once. Listen, if, if your ankle, and that causes me to constantly have twisted ankles nonstop. I, I twist my ankle almost every time I play. If you have a sprained ankle that's legit like that, and it, it's that much of a concern, you're not doing anything on it. You're not jumping around doing drills. You're not, you're not running back and forth. You're not taking shots. You're not doing anything. You're, you're sitting down, and you're resting it. Okay, if, if it was that serious, trust me, they would not be having them do that. Ankles are not something that you really want to mess with. And once they, if it's that bad of an ankle injury, and ankle injuries also are the most common injury in basketball, like you're going to twist your ankle all the time playing basketball. Okay, so most of them are not that big of a deal. Most of them are just, you know, it's just part of playing the game. But if it was that serious, 
I promise you they would not be ha- letting him, I should say, do drills after practice. We'd be letting him do shooting drills. We'd be letting him jump around on his ankle if it was that type of series. So, Kay Cunningham is fine. Uh, we, we've heard through multiple beat writers that, you know, they'd be surpri- surprised if he did not play an opening night. I'm telling you right now, from me personally, take this for what you will, I'm telling you this right now that it's not that big of a deal. Take that for what you want. I'm not saying anything else, but it's not that big of a deal. You guys, Kay's going to be okay. Just take me for that. Uh, Frank Jackson, uh, we'll see what happens with Frank. We haven't really, I don't think anyone's really pushed the envelope really on, on, on Frank Jackson's injury if it's that serious. Uh, overall, unless it's like a severe ankle sprain, we get told that. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not really tripping over it. Because like I said, ankle injuries are the most common one in basketball and everyone's going to twist the ankle and everyone's going to sprain their ankle every now and then. It's not going to be that serious. It'll probably make you miss like a week or two maybe. Uh, and most times, at least in my scenario, if you just twist your ankle, you can get back on the court if it's not that serious. So it doesn't sound that serious. It sounds like they're legit just being cautious like Dwayne Casey said. Dwayne Casey told us this. I know a lot of you guys have said Dwayne Casey has lied to us in the past. He's kind of minimized injuries with Blake, Dennis Smith Jr., Reggie Jackson, etc. in the past. And that's all fair, but I, I truly believe he's telling the truth here, and we don't have no reason not to believe him. He said they're just being cautious with Kay Cunningham. He is their number one overall pick. He is now their franchise guy. Uh, in a preseason game, you do not want to risk anything. You do not want to put him out in the preseason unless he's 100% uh, healthy. There's no reason for any of your main guys, if they're not 100% healthy, to be playing in preseason, in my opinion. If they're even dealing with a little bit. Preseason does not matter. It's basically a glorified practice. Now, it's a much better practice. It's much more legit. And it can give you some readings and some things that actually matter somewhat in development, I guess. Uh, it, it is definitely more important than, I guess, I would say that's like the regular practice on Wednesday or whatever. It, it can, you can see more from it, obviously. But it's still preseason. It doesn't matter. So if your main guys are not 100% healthy, they should not play. And you should be cautious with them, especially if he's your number one overall pick and your newfound franchise player. Uh, I, would suspe- I would expect that Kay Cunningham is going to play at some point in the preseason but him not playing today is no big deal at all. Uh, I would do the same thing. If he wasn't 100% healthy, I would not make him play today, even though it sucks from a fan perspective that we won't get to see him play. It is what it is. We'll eventually see him play. Just You want him healthy when he does play and don't have to worry about risking long, longer-term effects with his injury to his ankle. Uh, with Killian Hayes, uh, I saw, I, I've had a few people say to me that, you know, Killian has to play through this injury to to silence the doubters and you can't keep letting people talk about him and can't keep can't keep letting this narrative go along or we're just going to give up on him or we're going to just like stop or etc etc stuff like that Uh, I completely and utterly disagree with something like that Uh, if it was regular season maybe I could see some kind of credence to that but even then if a dude's not healthy you don't want him playing I don't care what the narrative out there is about him I don't care what fans want to see from him I don't care what fans think about oh toughness playing through injuries or you need to shut this up or you need to show us something I don't care. If a dude's injured and he can't play, he should not play. I don't care. that That's stupid. It's it's dumb. That whole thing about, you know, in certain areas, showing your toughness and playing through injury is, is memorable, like Giannis in the finals. That kind of thing is memorable. But for the Pistons, and most of the time, dudes shouldn't be playing through injuries that they really shouldn't be playing through. It just shouldn't happen. It's it's dangerous. It can cause longer-term effects. And more more than likely, you're not going to get a good performance out of them because the dude's hurt. So what you want to see, you're still not going to get to see because the dude's not going to be 100%. And when you're not 100%, you're not going to be able to give your best performance out there. So especially, and that's talking about regular season possibly. We're in the preseason. If Killian Hayes feels like he he's even hampered a little bit, just sit him down, let him heal. And if he comes back next game, great. If he plays in the two games from now in, the, in, in preseason, then great. The Pistons' next preseason game is on Monday, so they do have a little bit of time to heal up. 
uh, get a few practices in. I know Dwayne Casey came out with a quote yesterday and said before Kay Cunningham comes back, he'd like to give him to at least two or three practices. Uh, from Wednesday to Monday, it sounds like he'd be able to get two practices in if they wanted to run him in preseason Monday, but they do have another preseason, preseason game that week as well, so he could be in the third preseason game. But with Killian Hayes, uh, that all that other stuff I was talking about just doesn't matter. Uh, if he's not healthy and he's not 100%, he should not be playing in this preseason game. Preseason games do not matter in the end, and you should definitely not be risking guys' help or making them do something that they're uncomfortable with in a preseason game when it comes to their bodies. So... Let me know what you guys think about that. Do you guys agree with me? Do you guys think I'm being a little too soft on him, I guess is the word now. Uh, but if you guys agree with me or not, let me know on Twitter at Hill. You can also let me know on Twitter at Lockdown Pistons or in the reviews down below. But when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the preseason games from yesterday and maybe even some preseason games today that outside of Detroit that you should pay attention to and some of them that were pretty fun to watch. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up. But before we get into any of that, let me tell you about another one of our sponsors, Online AG. Betting is not legal in Michigan, and if you're anything like me, you want to take advantage of that instantly. However, there's one problem I constantly ran into. There's just so many different apps to bet through. Which betting app is the best to use? Which one is the best for me? That's why I found BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NFL season is ramping up, the NBA is on its way back, MLB is in the playoffs, so you have all kinds of sports to bet on right now. If you want to take your adventures beyond sports, however, BetOnline has you covered there too. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, reality TV, things I didn't even know you could bet on. BetOnline has real-time updated odds and props of just about anything you could imagine. BetOnline is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to BetOnline now to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, and make sure you use promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So on the day this po- this podcast is published will be on Wednesday, the day of the pre uh, the Pistons preseason opener. Yesterday, I went to the Bulls preseason game against the Cleveland Cavaliers. So, and this kind of got me thinking that I want to talk about in the podcast. There's a few teams that you should be looking forward to watching if you want to watch some teams outside the NBA or outside the Pistons. What teams you should be watching that are I think are going to be a lot of fun this season. So let's go through a few of these teams that I think are going to be fun to watch. Uh, but first, let me tell you a little bit about how like last night's game went. So, it was a ton of fun. Uh, the Bulls absolutely destroyed the Cavs. The Bulls look, look really, really fun. Um, I know it's preseason. I'm not I'm trying not to overhype to it. Uh, but whether they're going to be great or just good, either way, the Bulls look like they're going to be a hell of a lot of fun to watch play. Uh, Lonzo and Zach Levine look like they're going to be fun to watch the rest of this season. I really like the rest of the pieces that they have on their team with, obviously, DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic. Uh, Javante Green was out there looking like... <laughs> He was out there looking like a god for them yesterday. Then they also got another guy I like in Troy Brown Jr. Uh, he's pretty damn good. Alex Caruso was a good pickup. Uh, and they don't even have DJJ or Patrick Williams right now. So I really like the Bulls. I think they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. I know some of you guys uh, think that the Bulls and the Pistons have a rivalry going on right now. Uh, yeah, maybe they did 30 years ago, but there's there's zero rivalry with the Pistons and Bulls right now. It's just like there's nothing for them to – I don't even like – the Pistons have like four or five other rival teams that you'd put up before the Bulls, and the only reason why you pick the Bulls as a potential rivalry is, is because of things that happened 30 years ago. So uh, I, I don't see the Bulls as a rivalry to the Pistons even a little bit. There's nothing on their team or anything with any player's history on that roster versus the Pistons or like anything you can even grab outside of Jordan, who was 30 years ago. So I don't get that. But anyways, 
Yeah, I think the Bulls are going to be a ton of fun to watch this season. So they're definitely one of the teams I would say that if you want a team outside the Pistons to keep up with and just watch to have fun, uh, the Bulls are definitely one of them. Uh, the next team that I would say would be a, is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Now this one's going to come off, and you guys, this is actually a rivalry here. But if you want to put Pistons things to the side, and you just want to watch some fun basketball that's going to be fast-paced and a lot of offense, I'd watch the Houston Rockets play. Uh, Clarence Green yesterday, I tweeted this out. Clarence Green yesterday went 4 for 14, 0 of 6 from deep for only 12 points yesterday. Whoa, Raggy. Whoa. Uh, yeah, he struggled yesterday. But still, outside of that, outside of him versus Detroit kind of thing, if you just put that kind of stuff to the side, they do have an interesting young team that's pretty fun to watch. Uh, they're going to put up a lot of points. They're going to shoot the ball a ton. They're going to shoot a lot of threes. A lot of ISO ball. It's going to be fun to see. Kevin Porter Jr. is a really fun watch to, to see when he's getting going. Yesterday was a fun game to see. Obviously, you guys know Christian Wood. He's a fun guy to watch play as well. Uh, so the Houston Rockets, again, they actually do have a rivalry with the Pistons. So if you choose not to watch them, I get that one. Uh, but if you just want, like I said, if you want to put things to the side and just want to watch fun basketball for a night when the Pistons aren't playing, Houston's definitely a team I think could be fun to watch. They're probably not going to win a lot of games, obviously. But they're still going to be fun to watch. Their offense is going to be incredibly fun. Uh, next team I would put on there, uh, the Atlanta Hawks. I think the Hawks are going to be fun to see as well. Uh, Trey Young, I know he drives people crazy with some of his foul baiting, even though that's not going to happen as much this this year with the new rule that they implemented. Uh, but the Atlanta Hawks, I think, are going to be a fun team to watch. You, I, I think Trey Young, outside of all that, is a really fun player, a really damn good player. I love this villain little persona that he's taken on against a visiting fan base. That's the kind of thing we need in the NBA and he does it to a T. So, uh, yeah, definitely the Atlanta Hawks. They also got a ton of other young players, Cam Reddish. Danilo Gallinari is another nice vet. Uh, they obviously just have a really good team. They were just in the Eastern Conference Finals. So, Atlanta Hawks is another team that if you just want to watch the team play, uh, I think they're going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the next team, I would say, is the Golden State Warriors. Obviously, Steph Curry is probably my favorite player in the NBA next to Giannis outside the Pistons. Uh, Steph is just a, a show to watch in himself. But, you know, when Clay gets back, uh, that's going to be even more fun. But Jordan Poole seems like he's going to be a, a nice player for them. He's going to be incredibly fun to watch as well. I watched him a little bit last year. He has a fun style to his game, especially if he's gotten better. It makes it even more uh, fun to watch. Uh, I know people don't really like Andrew Wiggins, but I feel like he was a little bit more fun to watch last year as well. I watched basically the, the, the Golden State Warriors. It's just Steph Curry. And then anytime they had some other guys that can add on to to make you – make you want to watch them even more it's going to be it's going to be a fun watch so yeah the Golden State Warriors is always fun due to Steph Curry and when he has a crew it's always fun so uh the New Orleans Pelicans obviously another team with Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram I really like NAW and also Devontae Green uh not Devontae Green Devontae Graham uh, that's a good young core I think I think they could possibly do some things uh and make the playoffs uh they could also possibly blow up in their faces as well getting rid of Lonzo and, and the team they've constructed it doesn't know which way they're going to go it looks like they're going to be a really good offensively, but probably trash defensively. So, I, I mean, it's a team that you'd like to watch. They also brought in Jonas Valanciunas, which I think is going to be a really good pickup for them. So, I, I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. So, definitely New Orleans Pelicans, another team I'd, I'd like to watch. Uh, and if I had to pick one more team that I'd go through, actually, then maybe I'd give a few more. But if I had to pick one more team and you made me pick, it would be the Charlotte Hornets. LaMelo Ball is just incredibly fun to watch. Uh, he's his His style is just... It's kind of street ball like, but he plays with a sense of IQ that if when you watch a street ball player, you say, you know, yeah, they, they're good out here, but, you know, they won't last in the NBA as long because, you know, they wouldn't be able to play in the NBA because they lack that kind of fundamental IQ. They wouldn't be able to put it all into an organized style of play. La, uh, LaMelo does a great job of playing a, like, street ball kind of vibe to me. 
while also maintaining a high level of IQ and knowing how to fit it into an organized basketball sense and being a really damn good player in the NBA. So along with that, they picked up Kelly Oubre Jr., uh, who I've always liked. I always liked Kelly Oubre. Uh, but they also got Terry Rozier, P.J. Washington. They also got Miles Bridges. Uh, they, their team overall is just really good. And they're going to play really fast. LaMelo likes to play really fast. He likes to push the tempo. He's definitely going to get out in transition, something I wish the Pistons are going to do. This season, I talked about that on last podcast. I've been talking about it on Twitter as well uh, with the transition numbers and their pace numbers, which, by the way, the Pistons, I, I think I might have, I don't think I said this on the podcast. I tweeted it out, but the Pistons' pace last year was 22nd in the league, and even after Blake left, it was 23rd in the league. So that's pretty damn bad. There's no reason the Pistons should be playing that slow ever. They just shouldn't be with this young of a team and the type of athletes that they have. Uh, they just it, they just they should not be playing that slow and just sticking to a half court set. It just that's not not the case. They should not be doing that. Uh, but anyways, yeah, the Charlotte Hornets, fun team to watch. Uh, and then if I had to pick one more team, it would be the Denver Nuggets. I think Denver is always a fun team to watch. Uh, Nikola Jokic is an incredible offensive player, obviously. Michael Porter Jr., incredible offensively. Uh, once they get Jamal Murray back, it's going to be even more fun. And Aaron Gordon is another one of my favorite players I like to watch. So Aaron Gordon makes it even more fun for me to watch the Denver Nuggets. So those are just some teams that I wanted to throw out there that I saw in preseason. I saw the Bulls in preseason yesterday. I was like, you know what, let's go ahead and talk about and just throw out there some teams that I would suggest to my listeners to watch. If you want some time outside the Pistons, the Pistons aren't playing, you're bored, you want to watch some basketball, those are some teams that I'd suggest for you to go check out and have fun watching. But if I forgot any teams that you guys would like to watch and you guys are thinking about some other ones, definitely let me know on Twitter at Hill what teams outside Detroit that you're interested in watching or at Lockdown Pistons, or you can even let me know in the reviews down below. But thank you guys for listening to today's episode. That's going to be it for today. Uh, I actually got to go somewhere right now. It's 10 o'clock right now where I'm recording this, and I have to go somewhere with my fiance. We're spending our last full day in Chicago today, and we're going to go do something fun. So uh, thank you guys for listening to today's podcast. I'll be back tomorrow to recap the Pistons preseason game tonight. Make sure you guys have a lot of fun. Tune in, even if Killian Hayes misses it, and Kay Cunningham and Frank Jackson are already also out. My alarm has went off like five times during this recording. I'm not cutting that one out. Uh, but if they do miss the game, make sure you guys still tune in. There's going to be a lot of things to watch still, uh, a lot of other players to tune in for. So just have fun tonight. You've been waiting all summer for Pistons basketball, so have fun with that. I'll catch you guys in the next recording. Recap that Pistons preseason game. Hopefully they get that dub out there, and I'll see you guys later. Peace out, everybody. Oh, wait, and also thank you guys for making Lockdown Pistons your first listen of every day. And now that you guys have done listening to this podcast, like I said, make sure you go check out Lockdown Fantasy Basketball with Josh Lloyd. I told you guys already I previewed the Pistons player season from a fantasy perspective on there a few weeks ago with them it was a lot of fun but if you obviously play fantasy basketball you're not just worried about piston guys uh, you're worried about the entire nba so if you play fantasy basketball make sure one you try sleeper and you play with that and then you also go check out fantasy basketball to give yourself a little bit of a head start uh, locked on fantasy basketball and give yourself a little bit of a cheat code versus your friends when you're playing in that league but outside of that i'll catch you guys in the next episode stay safe everybody enjoy the game tonight and go pistons